T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. B. Mitchell Finley and I have very good news. Suze is Richmond John's wife, so all's well. Why are you saying Suze? That's her Twitter handle, Suze. I'm I'm guessing her name's Susan. S-O-O-Z. Okay. Is it Susie? Bro, it's Suze. I'm telling you what it says. Susan is normally called Susie. My guess is her name is Susan. We've probably (laughs) devoted too much time already. All right. Um... Time for blame pie. Dun, dun, dun. Commanders lost this weekend. When yep. they win, we do a credit pie. When they lose, we do a blame pie. Okay. Do you want to? You want to start? I, Joe is in Springfield and on the line. Yeah, Joe, we haven't even asked for calls yet. We haven't but talked I'll to let Joe in a while. What's up, Joe? Joe, what up, man? Blame pie. Fire away. Hey, JPB, Mitch. Merry Christmas. How you doing? What's up, buddy? Same to you, man. Um, all right. I will say that you know. I mean, it's, I can't blame Scott Turner this week like I might, like I did against the Giants when we went away from the running game when it was working. But, I mean, you know, I'm not going to blame Taylor Heineke for this either. Can I blame the offensive line? I mean, yes, you know what, Taylor Heineke, and you guys have said this, Taylor Heineke played well in that first half and when it was tied at seven going to half, and I thought, we got a, maybe we got a chance here up until the fourth quarter. But the old line, yes, they're, all, they, they're suspect all season long. The San Francisco defense basically... Uh, made adjustments. Nick Bosa is a monster. He's going to Pro Bowl for a reason. The offensive line, they just... 17 and a half thought, Okay, we got this. Badass. I mean, so it's just crazy. And real quick, guys. Yeah, I'm listening to you guys. I'm off work all week till January 3rd. So, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. I'm enjoying myself today. So, hopefully we can get uh, with these two wins at FedEx soon. we got to get it done. I want playoffs. I want Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers out of here. No are playoffs you, uh, this year. Are you drinking already, Joe? <laughs> you said you're enjoying yourself. No, I'm just... No. No, I'm just saying that. No, no, I'm just enjoying myself. That's all. <laughs> all right, my man. Appreciate the call, dude. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. Um, we'll open the phone lines up. 800-636-1067. 800-636-1067. It is blame pie time. Um, you want to go, B, or you want me to go? Uh, I'll go. I, I, I'm with, I'm with uh, Joe. I go with the offensive line. Um, I'm going to go with the defensive secondary. Uh, Derek Forrest already admitted it was his fault. When he was, I don't know what he got caught looking at, but if Kelsey, and not Kelsey, if Kittle is coming towards you and he gets even with you and you're still looking in the backfield, something's wrong. And, and I think on that play, he had him Nothing. twice. He had him twice at that point. I mean, it was two people that were past him. Uh, I would What's also, your percentages here? You said O-line? I don't, I don't man. You put the percentage how you want. Yeah, I, I'm going to let the people. When I throw out the names, you add the percentages. Okay. O-line. Secondary. 
Ron's decision on just to go for those. I mean, early in the game, I'll say that early in the game one. What'd you take? Take uh, points. The, the, the fourth down. The fourth and goal. Take points sometimes. Yo, you know you're going against a defense that doesn't give up points. But see, that's take an the emotional points. thing where like, oh, we got to. No, you take points at that point. And then the one that on the 35, it's too much negative to go on. So I'm going to give him that. Uh, I felt on Thursday when you and I were on the show together, I said, this, these players are going to bring all their heart. And it's going to come down to how the coaches work this game. I feel the players were let down by the coaches in this game. And I think that the 49ers coaches outcoached them. And I'm going to go, I'm I, listen, I, I can't go with one person, but I'm going to go offensive line and defensive secondary because you can't have people running that open. You had a tight end with six receptions for 120 yards. Enough said. Just killing them. You know, and then I, look, injuries hurt us, but let's understand. Other teams miss key people. Hell, what's it, number seven? He was out down the stretch. Was Debo playing? No, Debo wasn't playing. Are you know? they on their third string quarterback? Exactly. And that, that little dude, bro. What'd you think of Purdy? We, I think he had some funky arm angle stuff. Did you he, see that? He bro, he throws the ball any angle that needs to, that, that he needs to do to work. But we all kept saying how running into it, he gonna eventually he's gonna cut, catch up with him. The things he does is nothing spectacular. All he does is get the ball, thousand one, thousand two ball is leaving. Okay, he throws it to the open guy. Hell, he got an interception. The ball was in his player's hand. It shouldn't have been an interception. And I don't think there were many plays, many passes he threw that went harm's way. So you go back and check him out. Like, and when we say that he started 46 games in our college, people are like, oh, whatever. But he was in a passing offense, and he delivered and handled things. Go back. We all, we all give a lot of credit to Brian Baldinger. Baldinger did a little breakdown on him on Instagram. Dude gets rid of the ball quick as hell, and he just delivers it to the right people over and over again. So I'm cool with him. Kittle on that on the touchdown, the long one, he made a cut. So where the press box was was the end zone that Kittle scored in, the opposite end zone of where Ray Ray McLeod broke the 70 yarder. Mm-hmm. Well, um, Ray Ray McLeod, the one that Hill caught down the middle, was standing next to Kittle. I know he was trying to go get that ball himself. So I'm talking about Kittle's. First the, the one he caught in the rain. Yeah, yeah, and he cut, right? Watching that live, so he the way he cut was running right at us. What a smart player. Because it if, if you're catching that ball and you're looking and the end zone is straight ahead and, mm-hmm. and there's one guy there that's kind of being blocked, I, I think 90% of players go straight there. Mm-hmm. And Kittle cut it over and it was just all empty. Open it, yeah. Empty, and he walked in for the end zone. Yep. Yeah, how about the one where the only way Kittle or McLeod wouldn't have caught the touchdown was if they bumped into each other going exactly. for the ball. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, I think you're you're totally right about the secondary. You're totally right about the offensive line. Um, but when you look at it, though, here we go. Cam Curl was hurt. Game time decision. This is the problem I have. They try to play games with us about injuries. Cam Curl came out of the game hurt. All week, you know, things happened. He didn't play. When he didn't practice last Thursday was, was pretty tough. Benjamin telling. St. Juice was supposed to be ready. Watch him on one of these passes. I think it was Ayuk. They called him Ayuk. They was calling him in the game. Really? Ayuk catches the ball. Yeah, they were, he was wrong on that completely. He was at uh, Harlow. Harlan. Harlan, yeah. But he catches the ball. You could see him running behind limping. So 
I know that they said he was ready to go. No, no, no. They kind of like coerced him to be ready to go. He is not 100% by no stretch. He's not 90%. Um, I, I think going into this game, they had this mindset that they didn't think they were good enough to win. And in turn, they pressed the gas at every decision-making point. They pulled a J.P. Finley. <laughs> Maybe. All gas, no brakes. Like, take the points. It's the first quarter. You'd be up 3 nothing. Mm-hmm. It's, it's somewhere along the way, coaches have just decided it's bad to kick field goals. It's not bad. It's not points at all. on the board. You you have to take points whenever you can against a team like that, especially and, on the road. And, I and think. I was talking. To, I forgot one of my friends called me last night, and they were saying, "Oh, that was on Saturday." He said, "Listen, you get three points right there. We understand how this league works. Whenever somebody goes up three nothing, seven nothing, whatever it is, now you change up the dynamics and, and the the thought process of that opposing uh, offensive coordinator. But when you go for it, you don't get it. What do you do now?" You give them elevation. They come out, they could be a little bit more uh, uh, aggressive, and they know now your defense just told them, we wish you tried that again. And guess what? We did. How about fourth and goal from the one and you put Gibson in? I don't understand that. I think Robinson is the guy that we know. I have watched game in and game out. This dude gets hit. And then you look and you see, well, damn, how did he get five out of that? How do you get there's times he running the ball, he get hit at five yards, and then all of a sudden at the end of the run, it's fifteen yard run. And there were people on him for the last ten yards. He doesn't go down with the first hit, he finds a way. But ultimately for me, I don't blame Gibson. I don't blame Scott. I don't blame Ron. I don't blame uh, Robinson. I don't blame Taylor. You if you Worth your your weight and salt? Or you think you're if you think you're anywhere close to the mindset you have for yourself as an offensive line, if you can't move somebody to get a foot, then you're a piece of crap. You know they go for it on fourth down, third down, and the offensive line gets no movement. How the hell when you're going to know what the snap count is? Now I would blame Scott, but a lot of times you're doing stuff, you're getting a damn shotgun, the dumbest thing in the world for anybody in the NFL that does it. Fourth and goal you from fourth the one. And goal, why shotgun? hell am I going to snap the ball five, six yards back? But the offensive line has to get movement. You, I always said, if you can, go back and watch the side view of a game and don't care about the running backs, don't care about the defense, I mean the linebackers. Just look at the movement at the line of scrimmage and it'll tell you who's going to win the football game. If you don't know the outcome or if you know the outcome, just look at it and watch that. He who is going to get knocked back, they're going to lose the damn game because the big boys decide what happens. I mean, you got to control the line of scrimmage, right? Yeah. Um, bunch of callers here. Let's go with uh, our guy Disco is on the line for the Blame Pie. Disco, what's your Blame Pie, man? Hey, what's going on, B. Mitch? Hey, Finley. Uh, right. Happy holidays to both of you guys. Thank you, brother. Um, hey, man, I've got um, I've got fifty percent on the I've got fifty percent on the offensive line. I've got 20% on the uh, quarterback. I've got 30% on the coaches. And let me, let me explain my, let me explain my answer. Um, you know, I've, I've been, you know, I've been taking a beating. Um, folks have been on me about criticizing um, uh, Leno. And I know, um, you know, I know he's very active, 
But, dude, you can't give up sack fumbles and two for touchdowns in a season. The offensive line be Mitch, I agree with you 100%. There has to be some level of pride. Now, ultimately, it fell on Ron Rivera who put this line together. And you put this line together and you brought in a quarterback that needed a solid offensive line. But the offensive line has to play better. As you said, B. Mitchell, post-game live, it doesn't matter who you put back there. You need the offensive line. Ron Rivera's decision to go for it, that's who he is, but you have to get that. Also, uh, JP, I saw you posting on Twitter. You take the points on the road. But ultimately, I'm going to say this. Yes, ultimately, and I'm going to make my last point. Ultimately, the quarterback, you have to have a quarterback that can push the ball down the field. We can say all we want about establishing the run. But you know what? Defensive coordinators get paid, too. And they get paid to stop the run. So if they stop the run, then what are you going to do? You have to have a quarterback to push the ball down the field. They don't trust Taylor. I don't think they ever did uh, for a long period of time. And I think going with Wentz was the right move, although Wentz has has some some, uh, warts too. Thanks, guys. All right, man. Thanks for the call, Disco. Um, I think ultimately people got to realize this, okay? I understand when people do well in the community. It, it, there is room to praise a person for what they do in the community, but then also critique them for what they do wrong in their job. Just because he does well in the community does not mean that I'm going to overlook the mistakes he makes on the football field. Okay? It's okay to do both of them. You can be a great citizen and a horrible person when it comes to blocking somebody. You can be a great person on the field and then you can't cover, I mean, off the field and you can't cover somebody. We have, you have the ability and the right to give them both of them. And I think, you know, the problem is we have gotten to a point in society where when we like you because you do something well, we, we expect everybody else to praise you at all costs. Where they do that at? They're not doing it here. Right. I'm not doing it because I judge you based off of what you do in the football because that's what we do. That's our job. But I am human being, and I'm I'm smart enough to understand that if you're doing great stuff in the community and all, I'm going to give you praise for that. But one does not make my mind up for the other, and it never will. I think that's fair. I also wonder if he's a little bit beat up. Um, but everybody's kind of beat Everybody up. Everybody beat point. up at this time of the year. Hell, yeah. we beat up, and we haven't even been. <laughs> I know, dude. Um, I woke up this morning, couldn't even move my jaw. I'm lying. <laughs> Nelson Jordan just just hit me on Twitter with this, and I think this is pretty smart. Like. I think they took too aggressive of a mindset for this game. This is from Nelson. Um, if they take the points on the first drive, that's what B and I are saying, kick the field goal there, and punt and play field position on the fourth and one they went for at the 34, that could take 14 points off the board. Because everybody's like, all right, well, you go for it there because then the other team has the ball, and they've got to go 99 yards to score, and you'll probably be able to stop them up against their own goal line. Except you didn't stop him. And Ray Ray McLeod went 70 yards. Oh, yeah. That dude could fly. Fly. Ooh. Did you see McCaffrey's block on that? McCaffrey took two dudes out. I, why on earth, when the when the running back has already cut it up inside, are you, are, they had two DBs focused on on maintain, setting the edge there. Mm-hmm. Great job. The guy just ran right past you. Yep. I think, dude, I haven't even got, I'm, this. this is getting its own thing. 
Brian, I, I truly believe in my heart that someday you will be in the Hall of Fame as a special teams player. You know special teams very, very well. Have you ever seen a worse onside kick? <laughs> the Dude, joint went backwards. It, 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 I have never seen one hit to where it started at like five, six yards, then it curled back. And I, I all I could do was I looked, and I'm like, what the hell is that? And I just had to giggle because I was so frustrated. How on earth do you work? Did you Do you work on it? You know, it doesn't look like that was a practice. I watched David Akers in three years I was there with him in Philly. That dude practiced different types of onside kicks. And whenever he had to go to one, it was like one of these professional golfers. If they want to hit a low cut, they hit a low cut. They want to hit a high, a high draw, they hit a high draw. That right there, that was garbage. I... Onside kicks are such a low percentage ple- percentage chance of working. But at least give the guys a chance to tattoo the guys that are trying to get the ball back and I, get it. But I'd argue that going onside there was a mistake. Five and a half minutes left. Your offense just marched down the field to cut it to ten. It's thirty to twenty at that mm-hmm. moment. You've got all three timeouts left. Your defense. You've been putting them in impossible situations with the turnovers, but the defense twice held them to field goals after the turnovers yeah. when they were in their own territory already. Kick the ball and play defense. Use your timeouts. You could get the ball back at about midfield. But I don't think anybody ever thought that the kicker would almost miss the football. He started to the right like he was going to kick it right, and then he turned, and I think he instead of hitting the ball in the middle, to make it hit the ground and go straight at the guy or bounce high in the air, which that that's that's the one that most guys don't want, the one that you're hitting to the ground. Right. It goes in the air because you don't want to be looking at that's that ball. That's when it's a live ball, right. But he hit the outside of the ball, and the ball was spinning like a little, like what you call it, a little spinning top. Right. And it was going like a left to right spin, and it was going inside. You know, it, it just went backwards, like you said. So I don't think they ever thought that the kicker would ever hit that kick. No, no, of course. But, I mean, the three really pretty major decisions, the fourth and goal from the one, take the points, the fourth and one from the 35, punt. You've got one of the best punters in the league. Mm -hmm. And the onside kick, man, kick the ball and play defense. That's it. Now, that said, you and I kind of debated this. Did they get out coached or did they get out talented? Because I do think the, the Niners have some Dogs on that team. There's some dogs, but you know what? I think the out coaching, they got more out coaching than out talented. We need intern John's blame pie, Jeff's blame pie, your blame pie. 800 636 1067. 800 636. I gave you mine. Yeah, I'm saying the people. Okay, just make sure. The people listening. I guess there's a lot of people listening. Oats is listening. Call What's up, Oats? Give us your blame pie, Oats. MGM National Harbor listener lines open. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. B. Mitch and Finley, 106.7 The Fan, 11.30, District of Columbia, points north, south, east, and west. I, I don't know what. <laughs> what. Oh, hell. Merry Christmas. Damn, B. Brian just gave me a really nice bottle of bourbon. I'll tell you where I caught that bottle later. <laughs> tell, tell me where you caught it? What I called it. Oh, okay. <laughs> kinda, it kind of looks like a bong. <laughs> it's not that. No, that's Willet. Uh, this is the pot still, right? Yeah, this is nice. Thanks, dude. Merry Christmas. Um, uh, Lap is on the line. We're taking calls. I, I do want to hear from Jeff and John on the game just because I, I think it was disappointing, man. At halftime, it really seemed like they were in this thing, and then by the end of it, you're benching your quarterback and, and you're back just in chaos. My guy Oates on Twitter said 80% of his blame pie goes to Heineke for making the offense one-dimensional. Then 10% to the O-line, 10% to the defense. Mm. How the hell can you go Heineke 80% to Heineke? Because let's think about it. When you look at that game, you had a young quarterback in Brock Purdy who never felt uncomfortable throughout that game. Taylor Heineke was uncomfortable throughout that game. Because... We watched early on the offensive line was doing some stuff. They took Bosa from the left side to the right side on their defense, and then all of a sudden, that pressure stopped. I mean, that, that, that comfortable and them playing well stopped. And then they were getting other people coming in. But you look at the running game, they were throwing tight ends and people away across the line and just wait there, waiting for the running back. So it's kind of hard for me. and like, I, I understand Taylor has great limitations when it comes to the passing the football. But when you don't have time or you basically don't get the calls that you want to get called, it's kind of hard to blame him 100%. He takes blame in the, in the game. you know. But I think the blame he gets in that game is far less than the people that I named. Yeah, I, I'm. I agree. Like the pick was bad. If you, you know, there's there's stuff there. Yeah, um, stop closing your eyes and throwing the ball and just hoping. That has to stop. 
the Hall of Famer, David Aldridge, chiming in via text message, says, and I'm going to have to edit some of this. <laughs> DA says, going for it from the 34 was a good call. Where they messed up was the execution. They had four better options than just sneaking Heineke there. Well, if you're sneaking, I'm going to say this, David. If they sneak in Heineke, that's a bad call. You do have Wentz. Because they chose to sneak Heineke instead of running the other stuff. So when your your decision to go for it, you need to make the right choice a person. They made the wrong choice, which makes it a bad decision. Yeah, I I, I, I love the QB sneak because at least they weren't in shotgun. Like, I, I love that call. But if you know you're going to Wentz later, he's the better QB sneak option for sure. Um, but I think with Robinson, one critical error. We're talking about two key fourth down decisions. Mm-hmm. Fourth and goal at the one, fourth and one from the 35, 34, whatever it was. Brian Robinson gets neither of those carries. Kid had 22 carries. You got him the ball enough, but situations matter too. Mm-hmm. Like, in both of those spots, I definitely would have kicked. But in the fourth down spot, I, I might have gone for that. But I would have liked to have Robinson on the field. Yeah, I, I'm just saying. And you know what else I'd love? If you've already done fourth and goal from the one and you try to just run it, run a bootleg there. Bootleg, like, uh, a quick fake and a, a pop to the tight end. Something different than just what you were doing. It's like I, I look at the fact that of those five chances, Robinson had the ball, what, two times, I think it was? Well, when they got first and goal early – that drive, he got three straight carries, and on fourth down, they went to Gibson. But I wonder if he was a little gassed or something, and that's why they, they switched it. But ultimately, the, we go back to what we named earlier. You're going for it on fourth down. We have seen how strong Brian Robinson runs. If he doesn't get a yard, what does that mean? The people up front are getting their asses whipped at the point of attack. Yeah. And just in that case, and I would say – and, and, and to Dave as well. If your offensive line is hitting their ass kicked, then guess what? You shouldn't be going for it. Point blank. Yeah. And we saw four straight plays and another one. They lost all five of them. So if you got that situation in short yardage situation, you are five, you're five of five missing it. You don't even try to go for it. Because that tells me what I need to know. So, kind of interesting here. I don't know what the hell to make of this, but I'm going to point something out to you that I find interesting. That Niners defense swarms. Oh, yeah. We've talked about Bosa a lot. Um, I love the safety ward. Um, Fred Warner's great. Greenlaw's great. I mean, they just have some dudes, right? Mm-hmm. The commanders, and I'm on the official NFL Jesus website, um, game stats and information. It's not actually Jesus, it's G-S-I-S, but everybody that uses this site that has access to it, it's just referred to as NFL Jesus. Mm -hmm. Don't anybody get upset. So these are the official stats the league provides to the media. Commanders had 14 different players at least register one tackle or, or one sack or one interception. 14 different defensive players made the stat sheet. Mm hmm For the Niners, it's 22. 
Are they playing that many more people? No, no, no. You, you watch them. It's rarely. I'm just telling you that, like, look at just rarely, the physical discrepancy in the stats here. It's rarely. Like, look how much deeper this column is. But you look at it when they tackle. One person gets there and the rest are coming. You know, and we talk about how many turnovers they get. That's the reason. Because one guy hits you. I mean, they are swarming. You know, I I watched them yesterday. Listen, man, those two linebackers they have, they cover ground. And they come with bad intentions. (laughs) For sure. They come with bad intentions, man. Um, Chris James via Twitter says, 25% going to Scott Turner for not adjusting his scheme yet again. 15% to Taylor, 30% to coaching, 20, 30% to coaching, and 20% to coaching. <laughs> All right. 10% offensive line, and of course, the alumni. <laughs> the alumni didn't get it done yet again. I, I want to have a discussion about out coached versus out talented. Um, Tellier Ted agrees with B that he, they got out coached and not out talented. L- let's, they obviously, the Niners have more talent, period. Do we all agree with that? Dude. I, I agree. I But I think, listen, man, it's amazing to me where we're much better offensively when we look at our running backs, our receivers. We've gotten to that point where we can compete with anybody out there. When you flip it over, we have a pro bowler, starter, two alternates on a D-line. Can't get more out of that. We have seen great play in the secondary. We've seen much improved play at the linebacker position. But just because we get when we look at that that offensive line, that offense against our defense, they didn't have Debo Samuel. Ayuk played way better than I thought he would play. And Kittle, there's games where he is there and he doesn't do a lot. But yesterday, he did whatever he wanted to do. Well, Saturday. He did whatever he wanted to do. So when is it that our players have to step up and play to their abilities in the most crucial situation? I got them at arguably the best player in the league at four positions. Name them. Trent, left tackle. Mm -hmm. Running back, Christian McCaffrey. Tight end, Kittle. You say he's behind Kelsey if you want. Yeah, he's he right is. there. He's not, he not the best. And then Bosa. And the thing about let's be That's real. That's the best though. player in the league at their position. I at think four Bosa positions. definitely is. But I'm not going to say McCaffrey because McCaffrey really didn't do a lot in that game if you look at the game. That's another issue I have. He didn't do much at all. So McCaffrey is the guy who can get big plays on you. He didn't have big plays in that game. Uh, that kid, McLeod, he can run. He doesn't want to get touched. On the football field. I think that's why he runs so damn fast. Did they not know he would get a chance to run the ball? I want to talk McCaffrey. Mm-hmm. I want to talk them shutting McCaffrey down. I want to talk why that was a problem. We're going to do that at noon. We're going to come back and figure out how much weight Jeff's lost. Don't go anywhere. <laughs> Great little riff right here. Um, B, you know the uh, the old saying, if you got two quarterbacks, you got none? Yeah. 
I just asked intern John if he's got a girlfriend. He said, no, but maybe. No, but maybe. <laughs> I don't have one, but I'm working that on somebody. That sounds like two quarterbacks. Saying. You're working on it, huh, John? <laughs> you got a girlfriend at camp? You got a girlfriend in Canada? <laughs> you got one at home. That, that means you're working on it, right, John? <laughs> yeah, something could be happening soon. I need your guys' advice next commercial break. I advise you to talk to me and Jeff away from JP. Because it's going to become... Uh, uh, I can give good advice. It's going to become a topic. Can we get to this segment? Jeff wants to get this out of the way. All right. Um, John, you have the audio, right? This is... What, what is the date of this proclamation from Jeff Walker? This was August 11th. August 11th. And he claimed that he would uh, look like Aaron Donald, but that he said that could take a year. But he said he'd lose 45 pounds in three months. Let's hear it. This is from August 11th. Because the thing is, I can't show you the results now, but in the future, I will. Okay, give give us a What's time limit on what you what, what in the next three months. What is your goal? I also in, in a, I think you can get in better shape. I, you're a you're a young athletic dude. I very much believe you can get in better shape. I just think the goal of Aaron Donald is a little lofty. I just need I just need to know the first three months. I'm gonna give you three months. Three What's months. A, three month goal. What you gonna three, do? Well, in three months, because I'm I'm two sixty right now. Woo! In three I mean, months, two seventy. No, no, no. How tall are you? 6'1? I'm, I'm like six and a couple quarters. I'm not All right, a six, one. six and a half and a couple quarters. <laughs> so you're about but, an inch taller than me. I'm like 5'11 yeah. and change. You're six and change. Yeah. Okay. And um, in about three months, I'm going to be down to at least at least 220. You're going to lose 40 pounds in three months. Aaron yes. Donald's 285, bro. That's the audio. <laughs> um, all right, so in three months, Jeff was going to lose 40 pounds. Which was November 11th. Yeah, it's now December 26th. <laughs> yes, John. One of the things um, that is not mentioned in that is he thought he weighed 260, but when he stepped on the scale, he's 275. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, nobody did worse than Linnell, who claimed to be 280, and he was 325. <laughs> okay, can I explain myself? Because in my defense... Y'all know my y'all know my my crap is coming behind my in my defense statement. In my defense, I thought I was two sixty and was going to get to two twenty. That's forty pounds, right? But I did go from two seventy five to two thirty nine or two thirty six. It is it was on and off. So whatever it was, that's um that's almost thirty pounds. I mean that's almost forty pounds. Almost is not is. You're right. Okay. You're right. And and we found out later on that that scale was off. Maybe what do you about think like you're 10, at? Hold on, hold on, hold on. How did you find out the scale because, was off? <laughs> if you're the one who calibrated it, Brian. You no, did no. calibrate All I did was pull it to where, no, where you, it said. Hold on, let me finish. See, now he's saying we don't let him talk. He don't want to let me talk. Linnell got on with 325, but ultimately we figured out we did everybody, and we found out that everybody was fluctuating 10 to 15 pounds. More on that scale than anywhere else. So ultimately, you probably were two sixty, and you still fell short of B, forty pounds. B, how how could you calibrate a <laughs> you scale to you think zero? The scale was Ten to fifteen pounds. How, how could you calibrate CK, a scale? CK did his little weight thing, and then he saw it on that. He was like ten pounds heavier on that scale. So but B, I, no, let me finish. I took the little <laughs> thing and I rewind. I rind it to right where it was lined up on the zero. So if you calibrated it to zero. And it showed me 275. How could it be 10, I, 10 pounds I didn't off? calibrate. I just used the little knob and pushed it there. That's calibrated. The scale could be still messed up, ultimately, which you're not getting. Everybody, that, everybody that got on that scale weighed more <laughs> than they thought they did. 
The only thing is, you want to no. make regardless. Wanna, you want to make no. the calibration an argument. Do you think Did at you all? Lose 40 pounds? Do you think at all you hit your goal? Uh, not not fully because I I told myself I'd be at two twenty. Okay, but hey, I did hit forty pounds. Did, if we going by that, because listen, listen, hear me out. You B. claim you now if, weigh two thirty five? No, I was I was two thirty six when you were I weighed. You needed a bra last on, week, but if you, you that was 30, on the day. See, there we go. Pounds, I told y'all in the break, y'all was going to try to jump me and not let me talk. <laughs> I told y'all literally on weigh in day, which was thirteen days ago. Thirteen days 13, ago. You know, that, that's the part Way that's not day true. Was get to him, John. 11. Get him, John. Hold on, hold on. No, because no, so I, was, I didn't November have school. Eleven was thirteen. Yes. was, was uh, three that's months. The, yeah. I so was, how the hell are you saying thirteen days ago? I'm about to. I'm about to pull it up right now. Because one thing about me. I keep screenshots. All right, Bees just thing, texted though. me. He wants to look like Donald Duck, not Aaron Donald. <laughs> yeah, B, B also B also said uh, my bad. He looked like Ronald McDonald. No, but here's the, the thing: the Jeff, weigh-in Jeff, was supposed to be Monday, December twelfth. No, here's what's happening. But how does that happen when you no, said three B, months? B, here's Bro. what's happening. So let John talk. I um this was August eleventh, right? That's when the clip yeah, happened. September, October, November. Yes, I sent out a I sent out a text saying. I messed it up. I said December 11th or whatever. So but my it was text, November yes. 11th. And in the clip, he says three months. So I, he's pulling up a text that says December 11th from me. But you hear in the clip, it was from August 11th, and he said three months. See, so he's, he, got like, no, uh, uh, he got three, down to wait. He got down to wait. August 11th. What's, what's, my, what's my thing with y'all information, bro? Literally, JP, Brian Mitchell, John, and Landfield, we are all in this same text thread. But somehow, y'all don't know the date was December the 12th. Hold on, hold on, that John it said put three months, hold on, hold on, August 11th. John made a mistake. Yeah. Bro, hold on, stop. August 11th is the day we were talking on radio, were we not? Yes. And you said three months, did you not? No. no. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> I actually got to pull it up because we said three and then I actually said four. And that's when John put the date. But you just date. played the part. But no, that, that's when John put the date in there. Well, the date literally, literally is on August 11th when he put it in there. Yeah, like, the, so I if I go find the audio, audio well, let me just say John, made a, John did a JP and put the wrong hey, date. Look, I didn't months. get the goal. That's, yeah. the, that's the bottom line. Did but you, y'all not you about to, to sit here and bid on me like if you go to uh, my information 11. is wrong because uh, everything uh, everything uh, I have done and said has been backed up false. from stuff y'all did. From you putting the date in there to be you calibrate. If the scale was wrong, when you set it at zero, it would have it would have showed a different weight if, if it was if something you, off about the scale. If you, were, if you were 275 pounds and you didn't lose the 40 that you said you were going to lose. Yeah, uh, uh, what, the two, what, 236, 239? So, you didn't lose 40. Okay, okay. and okay. I admit that. And if you didn't get the 220... The the ultimate thing of this whole thing was that you were gonna get down forty pounds. Twenty two twenty what you said, but we'll go with the forty pounds. Yeah. Let's you just drill down it. to that. You didn't it, reach it. I, I said that. Okay. I literally said that's that. That's all we said. The the first for the past three weeks when we talked about this off air three other times. But for all and the people granted, that were listening, there were some factors question. that played if in it. If it's August eleventh. But I'll be two twenty by January fourteenth. If it's August eleventh. Uh, now, you're, now you're doing more <laughs> of this. If it's August eleventh. And it's three months from that day. It's November 11th. No, but then I, I said. Who cares when, about that? We, Hold on. Please. I've been good. I've let everybody else talk. About time. You think in the next three weeks you're going to drop down to 220? Depending on what I weigh now, I could. I, I lost 20 pounds in, in less than 10 days just eating the raw diet that B had me You on. think he's going to do this? January 14th. Too many holiday parties going on right now. I saw yeah. him yesterday. It ain't happening. 
And that's why I said I can't step on the scale today because after yesterday, <laughs> no, no, between no. that turkey and that step, bourbon and that chicken. We need to step on the scale today. Jeff told me. We don't me, need to go and take no x pills and then step on the whoa. scale. Jeff told me he's tired, he's hungry, and he has a lack of sex. We're coming right back <laughs> on B. Mitch and Finley. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. 